What's poppin' podcast family? It's your girl Advice from Hannah coming at you with our 12-day holiday special. I couldn't let 2020 slip away without dropping some fire your way December 1st all the way to December 13th. But I gotta let you know, is your IG game slacking? Our girl Amanda, the official podcast sponsor of the Advice from Hannah show, is teaching us how to beef up our IG game on the W-O-L-F-E dot co on IG. That's love. Head over to the Wolf Co ig page where our girl is going to show you how to create genuine conversation hey i'm april and i'm nicole we're the Hughie Hughie sisters. sisters merry christmas are you guys in need of a fab holiday gift don't worry the sisters got your back we got you so good head on over to www.hughsie.ca that's huzie.ca to find our exclusive earring collection collaboration designed with advice from hannah herself endless sparkle baby and while you're there check out our hot new gluten-free ebook getting gluten-free with the sisters available now hey and welcome back to the advice from hannah show holiday edition. i'm super stoked excited even kind of humbled that I have Sharon in the building. Sharon, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm super happy to be here. Canada, like the power of the internet, like we are connected. Wasn't this fun? Why don't you, you know, I don't, I don't like doing introductions to people. I feel like they do a better job themselves. So why don't you let the people know, like, what do you do? Who are you? That's such a simple question, but I'm like, wow, where do I start? Right. Well, I'm Sharon, right. I am Sharon. I am a licensed therapist, marriage and family therapist here in Oakland, California. Um, I, I mean, I, in short, my career has been working with severely uh, mentally ill folks. So that's, there's, you know, people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar, and I do case management for those folks. And I think it's what, two years now that I've been doing private practice. So I see people and I, I tell people that I do I work with people who are navigating adulting. So that is just being an adult and trying to manage everything that we have to manage. Right. So that's all of that. So that's what I do though. I work with people with their anxiety and depression, just doing this adulting thing and trying to be strong and level-headed as we are all trying to figure it out. So that is me in a, in a nice little nutshell, I think. I feel like I want you to hug me now and put a blanket. <laughs> What's adulting? You know, actually, it was funny though. As soon as I said adulting, you, you actually put your head down. Like you're like, oh, like you have this yes, like adulting. And, no, yeah. I saw, I saw it like in your face. Yeah, dude, adulting is driving me insane. So I, adulting is a thing. Like mommy didn't tell us it was gonna be like this. Like it, adulting is a thing. Like it's not, it's not easy. It's a lot to maintain. Have you seen that meme? And it's like, um, it's like this woman and she looks really stressed out. And it's like, this is me trying to like exercise, meal prep, watch my kids, go to work, do my hobbies, manage my journal, check my, like, it was like this whole list. And she looked really stressed out trying to do all the things that it does have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm shaking my head like you want me to do all of that? Like, oh my god. 
and yes. lots of gray hair. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's actually just, and lastly, I'll say on it, but too, you know, even thinking about like the therapy world or psychology or like self-help, you know, so not only are people trying to figure out how to take care of themselves, but you get a lot of information about how to take care of yourself, right? So then even that can be overwhelming, right? Because it's like, make sure you exercise and eat right and diet and, you know, you can meditate and deep breathe. It's just at some point. So people sometimes get overwhelmed with the amount of self-help tips they've been told to do, right? So a lot of the work that I do in sessions is really navigating what actually works for you. What do you actually want to do versus what you've been told you should be doing to, to be better, right? It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So just in the pursuit of trying to do all these things, we get stressed out. Um, so I really help people navigate, like pick your thing, rock with that thing and, and be okay with it, right? Because it, it can be overwhelming, just that alone. Dude, you you just dropped so many gems and you're not even off the gate yet. <laughs> you're not even off the gate. I don't even I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm like, should I just should I just send her a mic? Just send your mic. To, to Thank you. Thank you. It's hard. So I, I you know. I know. We are all trying to, you're like, yes, I do. <laughs> The silence, the utter silence coming from the host should just tell you all. But you know what? The holidays are like, you know, right around the corner. It's a lot. It's very stressful for a lot of people. There's a lot of stressors. But the the whole purpose of this of this special and this conversation is I want to pinpoint the uncomfortable conversations that happen during the dinner table. What's kind of that for you look like this year? And and how can you you help us navigate through it? Right. Because. Not only, you know, there's just so many things that we can pinpoint, but what are you thinking about? Yeah. I mean, immediately I was thinking about COVID. I mean, that's, that is obviously the the big thing in our world right now. It is the thing. It is our world right now. We are in a pandemic. Um, so, you know, and, and I think a lot of uncomfortable conversations can happen because it's the holidays. So the question really is, what do we do? Right. Because some people... And I don't know about you, I have some friends who like really seem not concerned about this, right? Then I have other people who are really concerned about this, right? Me being one of them, I do not want to get sick, right? So I am definitely someone who is worried about it. Um, so for me, that's the biggest thing I was thinking about, like how to navigate COVID during this time. Um, I don't know. Do you want to? I don't know. Actually, now I'm just curious, like, are you, how are you going to handle the, the holidays? I, I'll tell you some of the tips that I have for, like, navigating some of this, but I was just curious, like, how you're navigating the, the holidays this year. Well, currently in this household, I'll be upfront. There's no holiday here whatsoever. <laughs> I'm completely turned off. This holiday special is probably as holiday-ish I, I will get this year. Okay. When it comes to the, the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I yeah. I am trying to get to the Caribbean on those mm-hmm. days to see my family. Mm-hmm. That is my most important thing to do as of right now. I am like I'm on a flight, it's going out, everything's cool. With me, I've been avoiding indoor activities. Mm-hmm. So anybody that has invited me over for dinner, that has invited me over to do anything, 
they get a hard no from me unless uh-huh. we're hanging out on a patio or whatever and it's outdoors and I can be, you know, six feet away from you. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how I've been navigating it. I'm, I like to think of myself as more relaxed about it because I'm not as uptight as the people I live with in my home. They're like super, I'll wash your hands. No, 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 no. I'm just like, yo, if I'm going to get this thing, I'm going to get this thing, whether I'm cautious or not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my whole thing is how are we going to handle it if it happens? Mm-hmm. What if it happens? What's the plan then? You know? I'm more of a natural person as opposed to like preventative. I it just like it just gets me to yeah. You see me, I'm like agitated around the couple of fucking COVID. So, but I do understand that people are have lost their lives and the holidays are going to look super different for a lot of people this year, and they may be super hurtful as well. So I am I am conscious of that for myself. I'm privileged and I haven't lost anybody due to COVID, and you know I haven't really lost much except for like my sanity and. Yeah. My social life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, uh, yeah. So I, I like what you said, and I actually wrote it down so I could remember it. But um, so when, when thinking about the holidays and like how to navigate this stuff, I actually like what you said. I just wrote it down. You were like, you basically, you were saying how like you avoid indoor activities, and you're like, that's a hard no. And I actually quoted you, you said that's a hard no. And that is what we call boundaries. I almost wish I had like a ding, 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 ding. like like that is what we call boundaries, right? Um, and so I guess for me, a tip would be just own your limits, right? So so, so when, when navigating these things, um, it's an often misconception when when, talk, when when talking about boundaries, right? A lot of times it's somebody trying to change your mind about how you feel. And it has nothing to do with changing your mind, right? It's it's really, you're just repping for yourself and owning your decisions about what you will and will not do. So to your point, I think it was actually a good example. On some level, you're relaxed in some ways, right? And, but then you do have a boundary, right? So you're just repping what you are okay with and what you're not okay with. So you may be okay with some things, but you're not okay with doing indoor activities. And that's a hard no for you. So when now in these conversations, you don't have to debate with people about should you be doing this, should you not be doing this, or it's it's just you just own what you're going to do. So I actually thought that was a very good example. When you said hard no, I was like boundaries. There you go. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you know, I was, so boundaries are one, right? Um. What else? Oh, and I also like what you said when you're talking about, um, and you also understand, like, for some people, this is a really hard time, right? Because either, you know, and and at the end of the day, it's just a hard time because people just want to be close to their family, right? So I think when navigating these conversations, remembering the place that this is coming from. So if you are someone who's like, hard no, like, I don't want to do this, not getting upset if there's some pushback because you know it's coming from a place of, Somebody just wants to see you, right? So what you something you can say is, I understand you want to see me and I want to see you too and I love you too. Like just like just validate that that's actually where it's coming from and be like, I love you. And can we figure out other ways to see each other that's safe? You know, can we Zoom or I promise, you know, next year if things are better or two years, you know, whatever it is, right? But just validating that because you love me, right? You love me and you want to see me. So I understand why you're disappointed with my decision making around this 
So yeah, that was that was kind of my thoughts for how to navigate this really weird holiday season time. Because these are not not normal conversations, right? Like these are just not we we are not in a normal time. No, no, we're not. Don't you see? I'm like running away to the Caribbean. Why? Because it's warm and I can be outside. Yes. And and hang out with people, you know, but there's still that essence that when you see somebody that you love, like it it happened to me, I I flew out and, you know, I was very, hey, I'm not going to hug anybody, whatever. And the very first thing I did when I found out that was hug. Absolutely. You just, you know, you, there's still that point that you need human contact, right? So it's, it's circling back to the boundaries and, and kind of how, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's different for what is it, different strokes for every folks. I don't know. It's a Canadian thing. <laughs> a different different strokes for different folks. For different folks. There we go. There we go. I, 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 what did you say? I'm trying to catch it. It was good. You said different strokes. Different strokes for folks. I don't know. I don't know what I said. <laughs> that is hilarious. Different, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Honestly, you need to come back on here again. <laughs> that is hilarious. No, you did a good job. You know what? I like your version better. We should. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get it. I mean, my mom. You know, I would. I would never want her to get sick. And so, for the first few months, I did not come near that woman because I was just like, I need you to be okay. Yeah. And no, you're absolutely correct. I mean, last time I saw her, um, I'll be like. All right, mom, distance, hug, you know, but we both had on her mask and I hugged her for a second. I was like, hold your breath. Don't, you know, don't breathe in droplets, right? You know, hugged her for a little bit and, and left, right? So, you know, it wasn't too much. We kept our mask on. Um, so, no, after a while, I was like, I need to, you know, hug my mom, right? So, no, I definitely get it. You know, it's, it's again, and we're not going to be perfect around this, right? And again, I think it's just knowing your your boundaries. Cause I guess the point is if I didn't have strong boundaries with my friends and other people, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving me, giving my mom that little small hug with our mask on. Right. Because I haven't been putting boundaries in these other places. Right. So I think, you know, I don't, Grant, I speak for myself. I have not been perfect, but I have done what I can to, to be as, as safe and healthy as possible. Um, so then I don't feel guilty when I see my mom. Um, like that so again i think that's why boundaries is just like a really big one because it's, it's hard to disappoint people and we battle that a lot of the times and so it's just like i loved your hard no like i think if we can all be like hard no and just own it i'm pretty proud of my that's not a bad place though necessarily you know what i mean i think sometimes i get a bad rap that's not a that's not a bad place to to be sometimes you know Mm-hmm. Everybody who gets on me for being in my ways, listen to what he said. <laughs> I bet you all your friends who listen to this are gonna be like, "Wow, Sharon, really? Get this lady off this show, really?" <laughs> like, oh gosh. And so from now on, when you're like hard no, you're like, Sharon said it was fine. Sharon said I can be hard no to all you. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna. You have no idea what you've done. You've enabled me <laughs> to say no. Yes. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You know what? Oh, actually, that does leave me. I was going to say, because I wrote this note so I wouldn't forget. Oh, and I was going to say, and being okay, I don't know if you've heard like a saying, but it's kind of like, if I'm telling you how I feel, you can't judge me. 
I don't know if you kind of heard that kind of idea, but the, it's actually the opposite. Like you can have your idea and just know that people can judge you and that's okay. Right. So the point is you have a hard no and it's okay that people judge you for it. Like it's all good because your boundary is just what it is. So I, I wanted to say that too, like that's okay. So like people may have an opinion about it and it, you know, and, and and they are allowed to do that, right? Like they are allowed to have an opinion as you are allowed to have your opinion about what you want to do for yourself, right? So anyway, I thought that was a little some little sprinkle I wanted to throw out there. That was that, a gem. That was a gem. Yeah. I really like that because I think that everybody is so concerned with what somebody's going to say about them. I've been kind of humbled or blessed enough to not give a flying F from a very young age to what I do. So I've, I've kind of done what's on. You could tell though, like you just do whatever I want. Um, it comes with this consequence. I, I will tell you just because you you're labeled as certain things growing up or whatever, but mm-hmm. you have to be okay with you when you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Not who's next to you. Not your mama, brother, sister, cousin, friend you so mm-hmm. as long as you're okay with your decision whether that's liked by a lot of people or not mm-hmm. that's that's good enough for me yeah actually i don't know if this is going too deep but deep do you know it. well i don't know do you know where that comes from for me because you said since you were a kid right do you now i do believe some people kind of come into the world as they are some people are like that so do you think you just kind of came into the world as you are or do you think that was instilled in you like where do you think that comes from because mm. not everybody able you know i'm 36 and i'm probably just now getting there where i'm like i don't i don't care i probably just got too old to keep caring because i'm like all right i've cared for a long time doing something for 36 years you're gonna get do anything for 36 years you get tired right yeah. um so you know my part just comes from a tired place i don't even know how <laughs> i can say that i got strong maybe i'm strong but it's really i'm tired i can't keep Listen now, like I said, do anything for 36 years and see how much energy you have to, to keep it up. So for you, I'm just curious, where do you think that comes from? Can I just say, I did not know you were 36. I would have pinned you at 30, 31, just next to me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. I'm dead ass. I'm like, she's 36 now. I'm that. What's happening? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, keep it, keep it going. Well, good. Thank you. Thank you for... I'm, I'm, I'm taking that with me all day. Thank you. <laughs> Loki all week. Like I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take that with me. <laughs> you know what? I was. I think it was from when I was a kid. Just because growing up, like, I remember my childhood pretty vividly. Like when I lived in the DR, um, and I'm the oldest granddaughter, mm-hmm. so my grandma's very strong opinionated and very strong-minded so i kind of would just see her just she's winging like my grandma does whatever she wants like it, she says through that mouth she has no filter um she's always been like that and with me i figured out that you know what they're gonna like me or not but i still gotta do me yeah so it's just been something that i've always i've always done like i've always done what's best for me just because and it came more, I came more into it as I was a teenager, um, like 13, 14, just because 
at the end of it, I always like kind of like turn left and turn right. And it was either my mom or it was me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of where that came from. We could, we could dive in deep, deep, deep. I don't have like any sort of connection with my biological father. So that probably has to do a lot with I do what I want and I say what I do. But um, just because I, I never thought that nothing was impossible for me, mm-hmm. that I could get whatever I wanted granted. Mm-hmm. You know, there's obstacles. But um, mm-hmm. for me, it was something like I was always told, well, you can do whatever you want. Like my name is Hannah for a reason. Because when I was born, like, I don't have, like, a super ethnic Spanish name. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was born, my grandma was like, well, I need to name her a name that can be pronunciated by any culture because she's not meant to stay here. Right, right. So I, I kind of feel as though it was it was kind of just, I was bossy. I bossy from when I was born. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh-huh. But I like, you know, what you said earlier, you're, you're talking about how, like, you are yourself, even though some of that may come with a consequence, mm-hmm. right? And, but I think that's powerful because not being yourself comes with a consequence, right? So if, you, if you're going to choose one, I mean, granted, I'm not even going to tell people out there what to choose. It, it is a choice, right? You know, people have the right to choose anything they, they want. Uh, but I think that's an important question to think about. You, you can be yourself, and, and there's consequences with that, or you cannot be yourself. And there's consequences to that. Yeah. And, and which one would you rather have or do, or how do you, how do you navigate that? Sometimes you're not always yourself. And sometimes you do things you don't want to do. And sometimes, sometimes you go back and forth. So it just, it, I think that's just an interesting concept. As soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, there's consequences on the other side too now. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'll tell you when my, like my mom, so my mom raised me by herself and like, a country like Canada where she she doesn't have a like a family here. And when I was 14, I remember very clearly like day her telling me, I quote, what you do with your life are your choices. They're there. You know, my life is done. I've done lived my life and I have maybe X amount of years left, but mine yeah. is already written. She's right. like, yours is not. So right. you can choose to do what you want. But every action that you take will have a reaction, whether it's negative or positive. And I really took that to heart and I like I kept it near me forever and ever. And yeah. since then, she like I only knew I'm like, you know, what I do has a has a reaction. Yeah. Whether I, I like it or not. Right. So I, I was able to, you know, in a sense, like, look where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we can just we can just put that as an example, but I feel like it's very important that we do that because so many of us live a false identity and a false life, you know, brought upon us by society. And then when we get to 40, 50, you, you get the, you know, what is it? Caitlyn Jenner's of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel extreme, but you understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, no, when you, when you have felt one way your entire life, but you, you have to, or I'm sorry, you feel like you have to based on society standards or the message that should be given to to be a certain way and 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 to kind of do what, what you feel like the world wants from you as opposed to following what feels right for you just on the inside, you know? So, no, I, I, think 
drop this kind of gem on here. What's happening right now? I'm just like, oh my god, why? She's just you're just gem worthy the whole entire time. I gotta ask you, what is your favorite holiday memory? Ooh, that is a good question. Hmm, my favorite holiday memory. Um, you know, uh, okay. So this is when I was older. My mom, um, when my dad, so this is about to get extra deep. You ready? This is like, we won't, we won't take it there. But my, um, my father got diagnosed with cancer, right? So my mom, without saying it, but she knew that he was not going to be here for the next however many years. So she had started recording our holidays. And I remember being heck irritated because I did not want to be on the camera. So I used to be like, mom, do you have to record me? Do you have to record me? But I am so thankful for those memories now that she recorded uh, those Christmases. And so at this point, I'm like an adult. But the reason why I say these are my favorite holidays, because it was a simple time, because it was just me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. And that was it. It was just the, the, the small four of us. Um, and we didn't take Christmas that seriously. So I'm never going to go into it. But the gifts we would give were just super ridiculous. Um, and we were just laughing. because We didn't actually take this like seriously. Right. Um, but having those Christmases when it was just the four of us. Now it's fine. Um, our families expanded. My brother's now married and, and they're actually going to have a kid pretty soon. And so our family's going to look different and, and all of that is great. But I really remember those Christmases when it was just the, the four of us, you know? So it's not a memory, one isolated Christmas per se, but it's, it is those last few Christmases that we had together and had fun. And it was just, it was just us, you know? So I, I just, I miss those things. You made me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, well, thank, thank you for, for letting me let me take it there. Yeah. So Christmas for me is always a, uh, you know, I, I miss my dad a lot. So yeah, um, yeah my favorites are, are are the four of us. It was just us. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was just ridiculous. And yeah. And then uh, do you know? Is it out there? The TNT plays a Christmas story for twenty four hours. Do you know? Okay, so maybe not out there. So here on, it's like TNT is that movie, A Christmas Story, and they play it for 24 hours. And me and my dad would sit there and have a Christmas story running the whole 24 hours. It was ridiculous. But I miss that, right? Like, I miss not, you know, being able to do that. So, yeah, so that, that's up there in my top, in my top memories. You just, you brought it home for me, man. Like, you have me out here, like, tearing up, but. I know, and oh man, she did it to me this Friday. <laughs> but you know what? I, I always, I've been noticing a pattern uh, with all the interviews is that that everybody's favorite Christmas is how they were feeling. It was never right. attached to a gift or a meal or what things look like. And I'm yeah. really like teary eyed AF right now with you guys. I really want to like, enhance that and really push that and it's how somebody made you feel that is the most important not the other miscellaneous things around the, the holidays right mm. right yeah so um i'm trying to think one of the memories i think my mom 
gave my dad a gift because I remember from the memory from the videos, right? So that's why Christmases feel so present because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen videos. But it was she bought him like these items that she knew he wanted, but she didn't order them in time, right? So she gives him the receipt just to let him know like they're coming. Like she printed it off the website, like just know you're getting these, whatever. So she ended up like blacking out the prices of all the items. And so my dad comments, it's hilarious. So he's looking at the receipt and he's like, yep, everybody, your mom bought me all these gifts. She blocked out each item, but she did not block out the total price, right? So like, it's like these silly memories. It's just it's just so funny. So she blocked out all the each item, but didn't do the total the total price, and we were just cracking up, you know. So it's just like little memories like that, right? And again, so and again, only my family the re, the, the gifts aren't going to come on time, so we give a printed out receipt like a, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. So, but to the point, it, it it was definitely not about the items. It was definitely about the feeling about you know what's what's attached. To this stuff for sure, you know, and that, that's really what the holidays should be about. Again, and, and again, going back to like expectations and like adulting and all of this stuff, people spend all kind of money that they don't have on Christmas, or it's expectations that they can't forget everybody, and it's there's just a lot of pressure to to be something that we were not told. To, I mean, I'm saying that we we are we feel pressure to to be something. Because the world or society has its expectations of us, right? As opposed to, quote unquote, the real meaning of these things is to be with your family. That is really the actual, should be, I should say, in my opinion, should be the purpose of these things. Um, it's a lot of pressure. Well, a lot of pressure. For, like I said, in the Fraser household, my house, they, we, my mom got rid of that pressure a long time ago. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> like, there was no pressure at all. So, and I think that's why we have fun. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, because there was just no pressure. Mm-hmm. This has been like super fun. You have you, you really laugh, you make cry. Like, you go through options. This is what you do. This yeah. Is what you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you went on that ride with me. Yeah. That was fun. That was super fun. I want to kind of give you a chance to, to tell everybody your social media handle and where they can find you. This way they can keep up with you. So when you start doing all your fun stuff, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, just really quick. You're right. You said this is going to go by quick. I'm like, wait, it's over? Like, this is it? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say that out loud, but I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess I'm going to be cool about it, but all right. <laughs> all right. Well, let me tell everybody my handle. Let's get this. Let's wrap this up. Um, I am on Actually, I actually have a Facebook and Twitter too, but my it's really my Instagram. So I am Instagram Bay Therapist, B-A-Y Therapist. And the reason, I don't know if you know, but I'm from Oakland, which is a part of the Bay Area, Bay Area, California. So um, I go by Bay Therapist, B-A-Y Therapist. And that's my Instagram. And she's right. super dope and her video is like the cool thing ever. So please, 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 I haven't told anybody during the whole series to follow somebody until right now. So hit my girl up, let her, you know, say Hannah sent you. And I want to thank you for, for rocking with me with this one. I don't even want it to end. I feel like you and I are going to end up talking for like two hours after this. I but, know, I know. 
This went by really. No, you said it. This went by really. Like you warned me, and I was like, mm, okay, no, this, this, I had a good time, and I appreciate you. You know, had me, and um, how we just bonded over the internet. That's amazing. That's Dude, amazing. You gotta tell them. Okay, wait, no, drop how we bonded. Drop it, drop it. You got okay, it. Okay. Yeah, no, actually, we can go. So I was on vacation, and um. I posted, I forgot what the person was wearing. It was like, it basically was like a shirt or something like how they got nothing but college debt or something. Or like, mm-hmm. and then I had wrote on, so I took a picture of that person and then I wrote like a comment and it was like, yep, this has me thinking about Kanye West college dropout, me thinking about my mm-hmm. life where I went, got some school and I'm still not, I still ain't made it, right? Like, yeah. Kanye West had me rethinking my whole life with college dropout. Like, should I went to college? Should I just left and been a producer? Like, what? Like, did I make the right decision? And then here you are, and you're like, now you're in my messages, and you're like, oh my gosh, I yes, right? And like, we just totally started bonding over our love for Kanye West. The and, 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 yeah, that was the thing. We have both acknowledged that, like, kind, like, oh, Kanye has left the building. But we were kind of like bonding around old Kanye and how much we are holding on our love for old Kanye. He's like the toxic boyfriend that we met before he had money. Absolutely. 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 Like, no, it it is toxic. He's currently toxic for me because it's like, I love you so much, but you really stress me out. You really, I don't know. Like, should I love you? Should I not love you? But I know that I want you here in my life. Like, <laughs> but you're bad for me too. Like, are you good for me or bad for me? I don't know. No. It's hard. No. Right here. I love the word toxic. That was perfect. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I'm gonna just let this go. Okay, I got you. Okay, we're good. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad we handled that before we left. <laughs> I was, I think that was very important to process before we left today. This was, that was very important. That was very important. Maybe people can talk about that this holiday at the kitchen table. I know we talked like that's how we start. Like with, with talk about not talk about it. Let's talk about Kanye. But, you know, I think that would be a good, a good topic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Man, I had a good time. This was fun. This was fun. Isn't this one? I think like, uh, regular season. We just wrap it up for an hour. Yeah, for sure. But um, as always, I want to thank you for your time. Super humble that you came on here. As always, this is your favorite host, Advice from Hannah, coming at you from her bedroom studio in Toronto, Canada, with. You're supposed to say your name. Faith Therapist. Faith Therapist, Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) Signing off and sending you so much love. Toodles. Toodles.